Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Well, hi everyone, it's Patricia Warby here from uh, Alchemy Therapies, My Emotional Audit, and now EmotionalMasterclass.com. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the new information that's coming out um, in terms of neuroscience and also in making meaning. I've been watching a lot of Jordan Peterson's work. Um, Jordan is quite a controversial figure. Uh, he has a huge YouTube following. I think it's over 7 million. Um, and he's recently been on Channel 4 TV in the UK, where he was sort of macerated, really, by um, the news reporter in a five-minute clip that was shown worldwide and has uh, gained him some notoriety as well as... Um, there's been a lot of criticism of Channel 4 and, and the particular journalist who interviewed him who did seem to be fired up to kind of not listen and crush his argument. He's, he's listed as somebody uh, who's sort of in the alternative right wing, but actually if you listen to his message, uh, I, I don't think that's true. I think he, what he's saying, however, is that we can't just assume that rights are enough, that giving people rights without responsibility, without meaning, without a place in society, uh, actually confers either happiness or success for the individual and indeed for the society as a whole. And um, he's an extremely learned man. I mean, he's read very, very widely and actually watching some of his videos, you sort of have to rewind and go over. Um, because he's using quite complex terminology. Um, he's a, a psych, well, I don't think he's a psych, psychologist, I think, but he um, he's trained very widely in so many different things. And so some of what he's saying, I, I wanted to comment on because it seems to me that a lot of people that come to see me are struggling with finding meaning. Um, some of the people I work with are suffering long-term chronic health conditions. That's one of the areas that I specialize in, in particular, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, uh, autoimmune problems. I've even worked with people um, in late stage cancer treatment as well. And for all of them, the, the diagnosis of a long-term, sometimes terminal chronic condition is a huge shock, as you can imagine, and a huge loss of purpose most of us go blindly through life believing that we've got an endless you know, number of years. We don't really think about at the end of our lives and uh, maybe taking our bodies for granted as well. And a diagnosis sort of is a massive uh, stop or halt to that. It, it forces you to come face to face with the, your own mortality and indeed your own uh, vulnerability. Um, and for many people who are too exhausted to go to work, for instance, um, they lose their meaning because their meaning was in what they did and who they were perceived to be by others and indeed how they perceive themselves, you know. And the irony for many people with chronic fatigue syndrome is that they're the hardest working people. They are the overgivers generally. Um, 110% they give generally to other people and uh, whatever they're involved in. And so to be called lazy. Uh, or swinging the lead is another term that's used, you know, you're making it up, it's all in your head, you just want to get out, you just got want an excuse not to work, is 
it's very, very challenging for these people because actually that's not the way they perceive themselves at all. And uh, what's what's going on in their bodies is largely a result of autonomic collapse. And I've talked a lot about that in other videos, so I'm not going to talk about the um, neurobiology of that. But I did want to raise the issue of meaning and purpose being so key. So if your meaning in life is where do I belong? What, what group or tribe am I part of? What can I contribute to? How can I give to society? Because that is what gives us purpose in life. That's what makes our lives worth living. It's, it's who we can be uh, and who we can give to. It's, it's not about attaining more money or more status, actually. Um, that's a false god. It's, it's how we can be purposeful in, in our application. And for me, finding my meaning in doing this work has been tremendous and very unexpected. It certainly wasn't in my life plan. Um, but for people who have always predicated their meaning on what they, what they achieved in life and how well thought of they were and how people needed them to suddenly be in a situation where you can't get out of bed um, or you can't even do menial tasks like the cleaning or the shopping, um, particularly for women. Chronic fatigue syndrome is a, a largely female problem. It's about six, seven to one, as is long COVID, interestingly, because I think women are the repositories of stress. Um, they feel stress differently to men and they certainly absorb it more, I think, in general and for the family as a whole. Um, so for women like that and for men who are maybe highly sensitive and have always tried to hide that, and I am talking to you guys if you're listening, um, you're highly sensitive, but you try and pretend you're not and you try and keep up with everyone else. And, and that's a huge stress autonomically on your body and it is likely to uh, collapse your autonomic nervous system at some point in your life if you have a, a trauma of some kind, um, which could be a relational trauma, it could be a shock trauma. It could be the loss of a job. It could be the loss of a relationship. It could be an accident. So the loss of your livelihood or your, your mobility or something. Many, many ways in which your purpose and your meaning can be halted um, and really challenged. And, and so finding meaning in being ill is one of the ways in which I help people recover. So that isn't to say we want them to stay ill and we certainly don't believe they can't recover, which modern medicine disagrees with and says it's a permanent condition. Um, well, I'm here to say it isn't because I recovered and I know hundreds of other people who have. Um, so we obviously disagree there, but it is about finding a meaning within what's happening to you at this moment in time. It's about coming into um, an allowance or um, acceptance of where you are in this moment not so that you can stay there but so that you can stop fighting yourself stop being in conflict with what is going on in your body right now which is trying to teach you something so uh finding meaning through being ill is a very difficult it's a difficult process for many people because they hate being ill if you've always felt yourself to be strong like i did you know, I, I didn't ever expect to suffer depression or anxiety or chronic fatigue. But of course, those very beliefs are what drove me to overwork, to overcompensate, to overgive. And eventually your adrenals will collapse. And that is another unfortunate uh, 
female-led condition because men have testosterone, which helps preserve their adrenal function for a certain amount of time. But if they're low testosterone, then again, they're more likely to have these conditions. And so the lack of meaning in the regular life, that's disappeared if you're unable to work. And then you have to find meaning of, in being ill. And that in itself feels like an impossible task and unless you're shown the spiritual component of where you are and why you've come to a dead halt in this particular phase of your life that the body is not trying to harm you it's trying to preserve you but it needs to tell you something it really is that simple and we need to learn to listen in order to transcend the state you're in the low energy state that you're in and finding the meaning I, I liken it really to having like a roadblock in the way that says the route you've been taking is not the right route for you in some way. And, and it is a spiritual awareness because it's usually that you've been following a trajectory that was designed for you, either by someone else, parents, teachers, well-meaning people, or yourself in the sort of blind acceptance of uh, other people's version of you. And so it really is a moment to take stock and become and become cognizant of what actually you want in your life. And so I've talked a lot about finding your values, you know, working out what your values are. For me, it was about realizing that despite having the intellectual capacity to do the job I was doing in university research, um, it wasn't really lighting me up and it wasn't really a heart based uh, profession for me and it did cause me a lot of conflict internally because I wanted to give to others and I wanted to help promote the work of research but it's very tedious in in a large organization where you are constrained by other people and so my meaning wasn't really being lit up and we are biopsychosocial creatures and we need meaning in our lives and it actually changes our inner physiology when we found something that that has meaning for us and it doesn't have to be in your career it can be in um, what you do outside of that it can be your voluntary work it can be in your family it can be in helping out in your local community whatever it is it has to be something that's bigger than you that you give to uh, and getting your house in order as Jordan Peterson says you know is really important but it's doubly so when you are physically ill and a lot of people expect to um, they want to get well and they're fighting where they are. And they basically say to themselves, when I get well, then my life can start again and I can go back to normal. And I have to say to them, normal was what made you ill. And so we have to reconfigure what normal is for you and look at some of the things that drove you to get to this situation in your life. And so, um, yeah, transcending what the state you're in and finding meaning and purpose are really, really key. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about um, is the book I've just started reading, uh, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Now, I, I quote Joe a lot in my work, working with other people, because I do find him a very interesting character. I don't agree with everything he says, and I think some of his understandings are a little bit uh, incorrect, his ideas about emotions, for instance. Um, but overall, he's he's looking into the neuroscience of belief, really, and how we can change our beliefs and challenge the, the 
type of person we are by focusing in a different way, focusing in a heart-based way instead of a head-based way. And I've just started the book, um, Becoming Supernatural. The idea is that you can kind of transcend your limitations. The the you that you think you are is is a program that you ran from the moment you came into the world and you learned about the environment and your nervous system made assumptions and maybe your parents interacted with you in certain ways that maybe um, caused you conflict. Uh, maybe your siblings, maybe school days, whatever it was, you had a version of yourself that you've been running along with as if it were true. And he's uh, saying that you can actually reconfigure that and it, it has a neurological rewiring effect in your brain and creates a new version of you. You pretty much become beyond yourself. Um, he quotes some people who have done that with him by taking part in a lot of his um, very lucrative, I have to say, um, events that he runs regularly all over the world. Um, I'm not criticizing the events. I'm sure they're fabulous. I've heard people who've enjoyed them very much, um, but I think it can also be done. It can also be done in other ways. It can be done with group work online. It can be done one-to-one -one with people who understand that every illness, every crisis in your life has a sort of opportunity embedded within it. And, and that's something I would totally agree with. So I'm glad Joe's around. I'm glad he's writing about this stuff. I'd love to debate it with him sometime. Um, uh, I have been to a talk he's done live uh, and he's an amazing character. He has an amazing amount of energy. He did a two hour talk without a break, without notes, without slides, um, which I have to say was exhausting for, for many of us in the audience. And a lot of the women at the end had to rush out to the loo. So, um, you know, it was a bit over the top. But uh, he is an incredible person and I'm looking forward to getting through the book. I'm currently on chapter two and I will be updating you as I go through Becoming Supernatural, how common people are doing the uncommon, which is a, a really good subtitle. You know, in other words, everybody has the ability to transcend their current experience. So um, I would leave you with that thought. And if you want to leave a comment below, please do. I do read them and I do reply usually, not always straight away. <laughs> All right, take care. See you soon. Please uh, subscribe if you're interested in this content and also find out my podcast, uh, which is Rebel Health Radio. Take care. Bye for now. Hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.